Please be aware that this series is tongue-in-cheek and not for the easily offended. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. This is News Talk. Hello and welcome to You Couldn't Make It Up, the show that would never dare go before a House Oversight Committee for fear of being exposed as the shoddy chancers we are. I'm your host, Pat O'Mahony, and this week I'm joined by a quagmire of dodgy dossiers and dossers here to help us avoid any sustained newsworthy scrutiny. On my left, please welcome two of the most forensically funny folk in Irish comedy, Lisa Garvey and Edwin Salmon. And on my right, a pair of mostly unreliable and easily bribed comedy witnesses, it's Anya Gallagher and Carol Spain. <laughs> Round one is News of the World, populated with characters from the week's news, some of whom will resurface at the end of the show in sketches both teams will perform. Lisa and Ed, who's kicking up a fuss here? quite stressful. <laughs> um, I have to thank lots of people. If, by the way, I forget anybody, I'm going to find you later. I'm going to give you all a massive snog, and I'm really sorry if I might forget now. In normal times, there would be no question about what should happen to this government. But we have to accept Ireland faces a genuinely historic threat from Brexit, and it has to have a government in place if we are to have any chance of limiting its damage. Lisa and Ed, any ideas? The mm. last one there, Ed. Uh, that sounded like a charisma-free zone <laughs> uh, and wet blanket in human form. Michal Martin. <laughs> Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael now, I mean, I think they're just completely indistinguishable. I think they're just the same. I don't even think they know what party they're on. I think all that they know is that they're just not Sinn Féin, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's just like, that's it, that's fine. Well, I mean, Micheál Martin obviously in 2003 brought in the smoking ban. So it's, it's mm. possibly like the equivalent of a one-hit wonder for politicians. You just have to do one significant thing and then that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's a good one-hit wonder. Be like Chesney Hawks or something. Yeah. <laughs> I did the one and only thing. No smoking for anyone. <laughs> Miha was talking as well, I think, about in that, about how, you know, he's always given out about how childish, you know, Leo Vracker is. I, I was delighted. I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a Leo fan, but I was delighted that we had a gay T-shirt. That was a big thing for me, that we had... Oh, like, look how we're progressing now as a nation, but... I was there, don't ruin it now, Leo. Don't ruin it for anyone else. And what did he do? He invited over the ridey-looking Canadian Prime Minister in the first week. <laughs> Took him to the Phoenix Park and then chased him around in a pair of shorts. <laughs> there was another story in there, Ed and Lisa. Oh, yes. Olivia. Oh. Yes, Olivia Coleman, whom everybody loves. Uh, in a sh Yeah, shock win, because Glenn, Glenn Close was sh assured that she was going to win, but, you know... I think her name sounds like an address. You, know, you can imagine living number seven, Glenn Close. 
That was Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin defending his party's participation in their ongoing, ah, your grand, crack-on deal with the Fine Gael minority government. And everyone's favourite 2019 Oscar winner, Olivia Colman, wooing the world with her especially smooth and well-thought-out acceptance speech. Enya and Carol, who's on message here? The very idea that, that it appears Emily Thornbury is putting forward, that the referendum would be between Remain and Mrs May's deal, which is Brexit in name only. I have to tell you, Adam, in those circumstances, I wouldn't campaign and I wouldn't vote. He said sorry to, to the teammates to the club. And so I think that uh, he, he made a big mistake, but uh, uh, we, we don't want to, to kill him. <laughs> uh, the first one is uh, Nigel Farage talking about the potential of another vote for Brexit and uh, that he won't vote, that he'll go on holidays instead. Um, I just don't like Nigel Farage. I, I, I mean, I don't want to divide the crowd or anything. <laughs> um, but I, like, it's just like I don't understand Brexit. I don't like. Um, but the one thing I, I know is I really don't like Nigel Farage. Like, he just he denies the benefits of you know, multiculturalism and diversity. And I'm glad in Ireland that we have it because, I mean, I haven't had any children, but I'm glad if I do ever have children, I won't be advised to rub surgical spirits on my nipples if I'm breastfeeding. What? Yeah, because that used to be the advice in health services until Eastern Europeans moved to Ireland because it was an antiseptic. All right. Yeah, but actually the, the key which is what the Eastern Europeans taught us, is to rub breast milk on your nipples, and that acts as a natural antiseptic. Oh, this is very amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd, he'd probably be against breastfeeding in public. He's probably one of those people that has... You know why people have weird reactions to breastfeeding in public? But, well, the reactions are either... It's either like... Or... <laughs> and they're both equally bad, you know? It's just... Because, you know, we're animals, right? We, you know, it's a natural thing. You know, it's I, like I approve of breastfeeding in public. I think there's nothing wrong with it. But you know, if you catch the eye of someone breastfeeding, it's very hard to get that approval across with just <laughs> a, a nod of the head. You know, just <laughs> really thumbs up. Kind of said, well done. Well done. <laughs> there was another story in there. Carol I can't Nanya. remember. <laughs> Is it not too late to say sorry? You can say sorry. Let the sorry puns sorry. begin. Yeah. The, um, that was the, it was quite an astonishing thing to watch of where a manager was trying to make a substitution in a cup final and the player wouldn't come off. Which well, no, was... what, I, what I found in talking about him, he's like the most expensive like goalkeeper in history or something, but his sanction was to be docked a week's wages. But I thought what a better sanction might have been would be to be a hurling goalie for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and work in a bank? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was British MEP and former UKIP leader Nigel Farage promising he'll be on his absolute very best behaviour should there be a second Brexit referendum. And Chelsea's Italian manager Maurizio Sarri, despite being disrespected by his goalkeeper Kepa last week, confident he won't have to call in his mob connections to deal with him just yet. So, from round one, we have a crop of characters for our team's end-of-show sketches. Now let's find some apt words to put in their chatty gobs. 
Round two is Stand and Deliver, featuring an assortment of noises from those caught in the headlines over the past week for our teams to make sense of. Ed and Lisa, here are your nonsensical notifications. Don't let me see them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do not turn that mother clock on. Oh, this is when things got a bit fraught. There was a fight in Countdown. No. No, but you're close. Okay. Uh, there's fraughtness, all right. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's no. I think I do know this. It's the gritty remake of uh, Peter Pan, it's Captain Hook's one of Captain Spike Hook's Spike Lee, isn't it? It is Spike yes. Lee. I did. <laughs> yes. Uh, to the Oscar producers as he removed a sheet of A4 from his pocket and started reading his speech. Uh, okay, next one. <clears throat> I would go on holiday. It would be an outrage. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. Like a, that's a, an over 30s going on an 18 to 30s holiday. They just wouldn't be allowed. You were like, it would be an outrage. <laughs> um, it's, it's Nigel Farage. Uh, Talking about it. No, it's actually uh, a, a, a large squirrel oh. speaking English getting nuts out of its cheeks. No, yeah, it's Nigel Farage uh, stating he would not vote or campaign in a second bre Brexit referendum. Good. <laughs> um, okay, next. It's not about winning, but what it's about is not giving up. If you have a dream, fight for it. Is that me? Yeah, this is from I your won't, I won't give up. from this your practice speech. <laughs> yeah, speech. that's word for word. <laughs> yeah. You're close. You're close for the Oscars. It's, so it is an Oscar winner. It's an Oscar winner. acceptance. It's is it Lady Gaga? I'm sorry, it's Madame Gugu. Oh, Madame. <laughs> <laughs> what I have here, yeah, Lady Gaga <laughs> tearfully accepting the award for best song. Uh, okay, uh, fair play to Dublin. They're getting away with it. But it shouldn't be the case for the good of football. Every other bitter county in Ireland. Nurnurn. Somewhere up. It's somewhere up Nurnurn. Nurnurn. It's Tyrone legend Peter Canavan. I never heard of him. <laughs> uh, legend in his own lunchbox. After GA Congress voted down a motion to alter the rules around home advantage for Dublin in the Super 8s. Oh, there your time is up. Well done, Lisa and Ed. Carl and Anya, here are your audacious announcements. Okay, okay, first quote. <laughs> you always have to be prepared to walk. That's Rob Heffernan. That's <laughs> <laughs> the accent a clue. Yes, it's a very good clue. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Um, Donald Trump. Yeah, thanks, What was Mom. he talking about? Oh, he was talking about the failure to reach an agreement during his summit with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> The next one, oh, this is an accent I can't do. It's Geordie. I'd like to learn how to flip. <laughs> but it would take weeks, if not months, of training in a gym and being fearless. So I don't know. It's, it's Geordie and not Geordie. racist. And the not last, racist. That's Geordie. To be honest, the Geordie, it sounds kind of Indian. No, I wasn't going for that. Well... I've been living in Mumbai for a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a clue. She was married to a Chelsea player. 
<laughs> so, give me a clue, Carl. Um, she's Britain's sweetheart. Is she's, that, oh, um, she's adorable. She judges people, but in a just, nice way. She judges them and encourages them. She's a bit of a love machine as well. She's been yeah. married like a load of times. Oh, Cheryl Cole. Yes. Yeah. Oh. We finally found. <laughs> Was it the marriage thing? Uh, next up. <laughs> I can't do his accent either. It's a, it's a lose, lose, lose scenario for everyone. But Miriam, N not Miriam, Mir no. Mi Miriam's <laughs> or, or met Ma him. Miriam's met him. Mm. Oh, have I given away the gender as a clue? Oh, okay. Uh, it's a lose, lose, lose. It's a lose, lose, lose. Leo Radker on yes! transformation. It was on a no deal Brexit, but you oh got the right God. person. <laughs> Oh, 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 on this next one. <clears throat> oh. On reflection, I make a big mistake with how I ha a situation. Ha He's I, talking oh, about handling. I know, I know. It's Brian McFadden after he left West <laughs> No, 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 he's not that. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> handling and my surname. Ha, ha. Expensive, Spain, handling. Kappa, yes. the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper the who wouldn't come off. The goalkeeper in history. Time is up. Enya and Carol, well done. Thank Woo! you. So, after our opening two rounds, we've accrued more than enough characters and quotes for me to parcel out for this lot's sketches at the end of the show. Join us after the break, during which, in preparation for the show going to penalties, we'll try to substitute our panellists. Knowing our luck, all four will still be here when we get back. You couldn't make it up with Pat O'Mahony. On News Talk. In partnership with Tesco. Every little helps. Welcome back to You Couldn't Make It Up and before anyone attempts an unrehearsed award acceptance speech, let's move quickly on to round three, Reckon Me Headlines. News Talk's Susan Kyo will now read some bizarre yet beautiful headlines from this week's oddest news stories for our teams to make sense of. Fingers on buzzers, everyone. Susan, can we have our first headline, please? Snakes on a Plane, surprising sequel, shoe-in. Uh, that's UKIP going Anya. on holidays. UKIP going on holidays together. <laughs> <laughs> the first next on a plane was actually uh, an adaptation of the St. Patrick story. Uh, but they just a had modernised version. Yeah, they just it? had to kind of sex it up, so they set it on a plane and he was playing St. Patrick and loads of swearing <laughs> and CGI snakes. Let's see if it is a snakes on a plane sequel. Susan. Scottish grandmother Maria Boxall was stunned to find a snake in her luggage following a holiday in Australia. Mrs Boxall discovered the python hiding in a shoe, complete with shed skin, as she unpacked her suitcase at home in Glasgow. Snake in the shoe? How, How yeah. big is a python? Pretty How big. big. Shoes? Like, is there not rules that you can't get a snake on a plane? Like, are there, is there not constrictions? <laughs> but you often bring things back from holidays that you get on holidays that you'd never really use at home. So she's That's like, true. you know, like you know when you buy things, you're, you're in, yeah. you buy like, like you an come STD. Home. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay for that. <laughs> Susan, what's the next headline, please? Plumbed pudding suffocates Suffolk sewer. Lisa. Is this uh, someone who died still eating leftover pudding from Christmas, stuffing themselves with it? You might be close. Oh. Susan. 
Anglian Water have asked people not to flush unwanted Yorkshire puddings down the toilet yeah. after the roast dinner favourite blocked a sewer in Ipswich. The company have advised people that only the three P's should be flushed down the loo, pee, poo and paper. Well, yeah. my, my brother used to actually throw, when he was younger, he'd throw his dinner down the toilet. He's really fussy and he'd always throw his dinner. There'd be like bits of chops and all sorts of things down the toilet. <laughs> now, in fairness, uh, I will say my my mother, she wouldn't be the best cook. I only realised when, when I went to, the re went to a restaurant with them that you're actually supposed to get your dinner at the same time, you know, on the plate all together and everything's supposed to be there. Because my mum used to come in and it'd be like kind of like installment dinners. She used to run in and it'd be like, if the waffles were ready for it, there's a waffle. But she'd bring it in her hand and she'd be like, there you go. And then it'd be like, oh, there's a bit of a chop here. You can eat that. She was basically inventing tapas before it was a thing. Yeah. I was like, oh. Susan, what's the next headline, please? Shake, shake, shake his room. Ed, uh, is Will Smith making a comeback? <laughs> boom, boom, shake the room. Is that not like Basil Brush showing um, some Middle Eastern gentleman to his room in a hotel? <laughs> boom, boom. Anyway, shake the room. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, what's the story with the room, please? 14-year-old Jackson Oswald from Memphis in Tennessee built a functioning nuclear reactor which uses 50,000 volts of electricity to spin a coil 10 times faster than jet engine turbines. The teenage genius assembled the reactor in his bedroom with parts bought off eBay. He's 14, making a, a working nuclear reactor in his bedroom. When I was 14... <laughs> I was working on something in my bedroom. <laughs> but, was it something that consumed a lot of energy, Ed? Yeah, I mean, I built up a sweat. Um, uh, but, I, you know, it's probably an excuse. I don't know. He probably wasn't doing that at all. It was just, you know, mother's knocking on the door. What are you doing in there? I, uh, building a nuclear reactor. <laughs> why, is it, why does it smell so sweaty? It's hard work. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm just about to finish. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't want to ask a stupid question, but I don't really know what a nuclear reactor is. Oh, oh come Ed. on. Ed, 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 oh. do you want to feel that one? Well, oh. a nuclear reactor is... Uh, <laughs> it's when you show a, a nuclear material to the, a machine and it goes, ooh, or ah, or mmm, dangerous. It just uh, various reactions. Sometimes it goes. <laughs> that that definitely clears it up. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, that's the end of round three. So by now we should have everything required for our upcoming sketches. So who gets what? Lisa and Ed, from round one, do your best with Michal Martin and Olivia Coleman. From round two, have some fun with Spike Lee's delightfully good-mannered line: "Don't turn that mother beeping clock on." And from round three, set your sketch on a plane. Enya and Carol, make the most of Nigel Farage and Maurizio Sari. Get one of them to spew out Leo Varadkar's line, it's a lose, lose, lose scenario for everyone. And set your sketch in a toilet. Any hmm. specific toilet? I'll leave that one to you. Okay. Leave that one to you. Right, guys, you hightail it backstage to work on your hopefully magnificent comedy masterpieces. And while you do, we'll see if we can persuade the EU to give us a meaningless extension so we can dither some more. <laughs> so
So now we've got some peace and quiet around here. Let's do our regular look ahead to see what might make next week's headlines. Please welcome our guest newsreader, comedian and actor, Sharon Mannion. EU fold to all UK Brexit demands after British launched charm offensive in the form of new chief negotiator, Olivia Coleman. <laughs> As Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn both shift on Brexit, they agree to go around the back of the bike shed and see what happens. <laughs> Alan Partridge show returns. Critics accuse it of being a poor rip-off of the Ray Darcy show. <laughs> Richard E. Grant struggles to maintain his cheery Oscars disposition as Barbara Streisand takes out a restraining order against him. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon Mannion. Please welcome back our teams, Anya Gallagher and Carol Spain, Lisa Garvey and Edwin Salmon. Anya and Carol, remind us what you'll be entertaining us with, please. Well, our sketch is Nigel Farage and Maurizio Sarri. And where? In a toilet. And we have to say it's a lose-lose-lose scenario for everyone. Yeah, Leo Varadkar's line. Ladies and gentlemen, Anya and Carol. Please, I come out of the cubicle, Kappa. I need to go now. Get off! Get off the toilet. If you don't, it is a lose-lose-lose scenario for everyone. I don't know what you're saying. Learn English. I need to go. We voted to go. We have to go. And we don't need you bloody foreigners stopping us. Uh, but he is, he is having the cramps in there. He wants to get off of the toilet. Oh, it's not cramps, it's craps. No, 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 it's cramps. At least that's what the press officer told us to say, so it's not to make too big a story. Oh, yeah, and that really worked. Don't you know who I am? Yeah, 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 you are crazy wobbly-faced lizard-faced man, Farago. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a leader. I get things done. I have been accused of racism and homophobia. Some people say I should be fired. But, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm good at my job. Oh, Mr. Nigel, you're just like me. <laughs> really? Really sorry? Oh, there's no need to apologise. <laughs> I'm not sorry, Sorry. I'm, I'm not like you. I'm, I'm friends with Donald Trump. Yes, uh, back in Naples, I know some gangsters as well. I'm married to a woman who isn't British, just like you. You should be, you should be Chelsea fan. We are a racist, allegedly. Almost as racist <laughs> as this accent. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I am just like you. I'm going to stop being a Crystal Palace fan. I'm a Chelsea fan from now on. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, everyone understand? Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa and Ed, what's in your comedy concoction again? Uh, uh, Olivia Coleman and Michal Martin. Okay. Uh, on a plane, mm -hmm. and the quote is, do not turn that mother flippin' clock on. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa and Ed. Do you mind if I sit here? Oh, of course not. I'm just normal, just like you, normal, humble Olivia Coleman. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I'm a huge fan. 
Oh, I, I know you. You're that bumbling Irish politician. The one that Mr Burns is based on, yes? <laughs> I'm very important. Uh, I was responsible for bringing the smoking ban into Ireland. It's the most important thing I've done. And also, it's the only thing I've done. <laughs> I just had a smoke in the toilet. I can do whatever I want because I'm charming Olivia Coleman, a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Air Seward. Uh, I, I need to move from the emergency exit row. Uh, I can't be in a position of power. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to sit on the opposite side and criticise other people's handling of the emergency situation. Look, what time is it anyway? This Air Seward took my watch away. Oh, Ryanair don't like you to know the actual time, so you, you don't know how delayed you are. Oh, sod that. I've got a clock in my bag here somewhere. Do not turn that mother clock on. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They won't do anything to me. Everybody loves me, no matter what I do. I can literally wee all over toilet seats, give Liam Neeson interview tips. Oh, global warming. That was me. <laughs> Look, I'm opening the emergency exit door. We're all doomed. I'm Olivia Coleman. But at least we won't be affected by secondhand smoke! <laughs> well done, Lisa and Ed. Right, I guess I should really pick whose sketch we'll sign up to a confidence and supply agreement and whose will probably bring down the next government. The winners are. Carolyn Enya! <laughs> You go home with a specially commissioned You Couldn't Make It Up Best Performance Oscar. Lisa and Ed, you go home with Oscar from Sesame Street. Before you go, a huge thank you to our guests, Lisa Garvey and Edwin Salmon, Anya Gallagher and Carol Spain. If you want to be part of our live audience, please go to newstalk.com slash events. In the meantime, I'm Pat O'Mahony. This is You Couldn't Make It Up and we'll see you next time. You Couldn't Make It Up is a Firebrand production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland in partnership with Tesco. Every little helps.